Well, uh, it's time now for us uh, to uh, get a little bit of inspiration as we chat to another influential person on our Get Up and Go Wealthy Wednesday feature. And on this feature, of course, we speak to influential people who are doing well in their careers. And the whole aim is to really inspire our listeners and to get their day started and uh, kick their day on on the right foot, uh, so to speak. And today we chat to 26-year-old Sibabala Sisami, who's on a mission ready to change the landscape of media relations in South Africa and just shift the way that the world sees young black women. Siba, uh, she's my namesake, Siba. She's uh, back in, in, in 2014. Siba, <laughs> you know, I'm Siba too. Eh? Morning, you know, Siba's so amazing. Good morning, Siba. How are you, Siba? <laughs> I'm awesome. Thank you. How are you? Sister? I'm I'm doing super great. But you know, I'm just really inspired just reading uh, the the a profile about you on the internet and and how it was actually in 2014 when you together with your former business partner uh, Zuzi we decided to start the unorthodox PR media group after really struggling to find fulfillment in your jobs. So, so take us back to that time when you thought, you know what, enough is enough. I'm not finding any fulfillment in this job. I'm starting my own company. How did that come about? Um, I must say that it was, uh, I was quite uh, uh, fortunate. My partner was also quite fortunate in the sense that uh, we weren't in a position of being unemployed or struggling to find jobs. Probably mm-hmm. uh, just the opposite of that. You know, when you think of leaving a job, you'd already get a job opportunity. Mm-hmm. But it just, it just, it was never so satisfying. Um, you know, there were so many things that uh, we thought was wrong in the employment place. Such as? Um, and, oh, uh, the use of time. You know, it was productivity versus you traditionally having to be there. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, my last job that I was in, uh, one of my biggest frustrations was that I was done with work at about 12 p.m. or 1 p.m. Uh, and there's nothing else that I could do, but I had to be there till five. You know, wow. does that make sense? Mm. Does that make sense to a 22-year-old as well who's always buzzing, who's got so much energy, who could do so much more than just sit there? And essentially what you're going to do is be on Facebook till 5 p.m. because you can only leave at 5 p.m. So it was just that feeling like, you know, I'm just uh, wasting my life away and I'm also wasting my time because why can't I then do something else if I'm done with my traditional nine-to-five in the sense? So um, I think I could say safely say that's how it started. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, three years and a few months down the line, and here we are with an Orthodox PR media group. And you're doing exceptionally, exceptionally well, I, I understand. So tell us about your company and the services that you offer. You know, um, in the so big, bad world of media. Hey, very highly competitive <laughs> market you're in. <laughs> Highly competitive, hey, but you just have to find your unique setting point. So an Orthodox PR and media group, uh, essentially we are a public relations company. So I think to put it in the simplest form, uh, we help our client reach their target audience uh, by using various communication tools, uh, mainly media. So mm-hmm. we help facilitate interviews on radio, uh, television, print, digital, um, and then we also do some content strategy around social media because that is a very important communication tool as well. And that can't be easy, really, especially at the age of 26. So what are some of the challenges that you have come across along the way? Uh, no, 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 it's, it's not easy. I think the past three years and couple of months has probably been the hardest <laughs> um, years that I've ever had to um, go through. 
Tell us about it. Feeling at the same time. Um, you know, just basically, without without me focusing on the industry, being in business in itself, starting off is very hard. Um, you know, you might hear stories from people, but it will never be the same experience as when you're actually going through the motions yourself and you're experiencing it. You know, so the first thing I think most entrepreneurs struggle with is capital. I mean, my my startup capital was how much was it? Was seven thousand rand. Um, everything was completely self-funded. There was, you know, no one who gave you like a huge chunk of money and saying, yeah. So with 7,000 rand in your pocket, you actually managed to establish a, a, a company which really uh, turned out to be a media empire two years later. How did that come about? I wouldn't say empire, but that's where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... <I> <laughs> But you, you really are doing well for yourself. Let's let's be honest. You, so how did you then get to generate additional uh, startup capital? Um, you know, we were we were fortunate enough in the sense that um, even when the company was still an idea, we had already received our first client. Uh, we were completely honest with the clients that hey, because my background is in economics and econometrics, not in public relations. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the job that I've gotten from my first for my third year, sorry, up until I graduated with marketing. The marketing and PR are fairly close, so it wasn't that bad to make uh, the leap. Mm-hmm. So we got our first client before I left my first job. Oh, my last job was lasted for 14 days, by the way, after having three consecutive jobs. Um, so I went straight into So 14 days, 14 days into your new job, you were like, I'm done with this, <laughs> and I'm not coming back into this office again. Yeah, no, no. Um, and being 22 uh, at the time, it sort of allows you, it, it gives you that flexibility and also that room to say, you know, I actually I don't need this at the end of the day. Mm. Fortunately, there were no kids, so no responsibilities and mortgage payments and all of that. We just literally had ourselves, um, my business partner was around the same age, she was 23. We just had ourselves to take care of and, and that was it, you know. So with the 7,000 and startup capital that we had, uh, we had to be very smart about it. And being 22 and 23, it's not that easy to be smart uh, about about money, and especially for us females. You know, we want nice things and all of that. And we had to have that serious chat to say, okay, this is our startup cap, so it's not a lot. So we have to fully maximize it. I mean, we only registered our company um, in 2015, April, but haven't gotten our first client in 2014, um, October. Wow. So things such as marketing and branding, you have to think about I mean, that costs money. Then there's the actual day-to-day running cost of the company. Um, keeping in mind that we only had one client at the time, um, it, who it wasn't a lot of money to start off with as a retainer, but at least it gave us a start to then say there are certain things that we can do to help us achieve exactly what it is that we want in the future. Mm-hmm. If you've just tuned in, uh, we're in conversation with 26-year-old Sibabalo Sisame. Uh, she's really on a mission to change the landscape of media relations in South Africa and just shift the way that uh, you know the world sees young black women, particularly women in the media. She started her own company, which is called Unorthodox PR Media Group, at the age of 24 back in 2014. And uh, she says after struggling to find fulfillment in, in her job, and she's doing really, really well. She's just 
just just spoken to us about you know some of the challenges that she's faced in establishing uh, her company and you're more than welcome to join in on this conversation our sms line is 40938 and our whatsapp line is uh, 0614104107 so siba uh, you you've uh, outlined some of the challenges that you've faced uh, you know even in in the last 3 months you say you know you've come across unsurmountable uh, challenges what is your get up and go your daily routine what's that one thing that gets you up in the morning even when it's the last thing you want to do <laughs> okay well <laughs> my my daily routine uh, what i do every single morning when i get up is pray mm-hmm. um i think god is such an important part of my life and you know like when we were going through the the most <laughs> it's like any that that term and god was probably the only constant um, that was there. You know, we just had to pray, get close to God every single day. So that's my routine. I wake up and I pray every single day because it sets the tone for the rest of my day. And it also um, helps put things into perspective that uh, factors and situations are not up to people, but everything is up to God. Absolutely. And God wants to give you and bless you abundantly. So mm-hmm. no matter Absolutely. what happens, no matter what you're going through, it's always God who is there for you and He just wants to give you everything that your heart desires because He planted that desire in your heart to begin with. Because really, at the end of the day, you know, you can only do so much and you've got to trust in a higher power. You've got to believe that uh, there there is something or someone out there who is uh, ensuring that uh, your life pans out and that everything that happens to you, whether it's good or bad, that it is an intricate part of of, of your journey, that it's supposed to happen this way and that, uh, you know, there is control somewhere, somewhere up there. So, so. So, so you get up in the morning, you pray, and then what is usually the first thing you do when you get to the office? Uh, oh. <laughs> so or does I don't it have depend? A, a dedicated set routine every single day. Um, sometimes I cannot go to the office. Sometimes I can go to the office, but only get there at two. Uh, so I would say my office starts the moment I'm done with my daily routine. <laughs> mm. I'll pray, I'll meditate, go for a run, um, have breakfast. So probably while having breakfast my office routine at home will start. So the first first thing first, you know, um, I can't be telling people uh, what's wrong with their social media and telling them that, that they should market their company through social media if I don't go through social media. Mm-hmm. So one of the first things I do, I take my own social media, have I posted anything, and what have I posted to speak to what I believe um, in. Check my company's social media, what have we posted, is there relevant content today, do people know about us, no, how how can we become louder on social media? What's going on? What's trending? Uh, check the news because um, you have to know what's constantly going on, especially in mm-hmm. the media industry. And then I go through my emails, after emails, and it's contact with uh, clients. Uh, what are some of the deliverables that we're slacking on? You know, what are we supposed to do by the end of the month, end of the week? How can we improve our service to our clients? And also, how do we make sure that each and every single day we stick, we, we stick sorry, to our unique selling points? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I don't know if you, you can really answer this in, in 30 seconds, but what is your advice, in fact, uh, your advice on, on, on managing your finances on a day-to-day basis, especially when you're an entrepreneur, you have a particular income uh, every month. How do you manage your finances? Um, I think over the years, <laughs> it doesn't start being. And also, I've become a bit of a miser. 
Because mm-hmm. with my finances, I then have to think, okay, how is this going to benefit me long term? Or with what I'm spending, uh, will I be able to generate more income? So how am I spending my money so that I'm able to generate more income? So that mindset has sort of filtered down to also assets that you have. If you want to buy a certain car um, and you resell it in a couple of years, uh, you know, so I'll sit down with myself and be like, okay, do I want a normal conventional car? Do I want a luxury car? If I do buy a luxury car, if I resell it, what's the value going to be on it? So basically everything uh, that I think about now and whatever it is that I spend on has to have some sort of return back. Wow. So I think if you start having that mindset, what is the return on what I'm spending right now? And then, I mean, a return doesn't always have to be financial, but also adds on to your own happiness. Mm. So you have to be happy in order, you know, for you to do your day-to-day. But I think if you can think about it from that point, that everything that you use your money on is an investment, then you should more or less be able to handle your finances. Mm, Absolutely. And uh, I suppose it's always important to weigh your assets versus your liability and ensure that even when you are spending, that uh, in the long run you are actually investing in something worthwhile. Thank you very much. Uh, That's uh, our guest for our Get Up and Go feature today, uh, Sibabalwa Sisamani, who is a director and founder of Unorthodox PR Media Group. Of course, it was our Wealthy Wednesday feature. We do this every day, once a week. Do enjoy your day ahead.